Hi, this is Tony Lloyd. Interviewing people for many years has made me realise that everyone has a life story to tell. Be they sad, amazing or even inspirational, I want to bring as many human stories to you as I can in this series of podcasts. Human Stories with Tony Lloyd. So Russ Kane, welcome to Human Stories. Thanks for talking to me. Oh, thank you very much for inviting me. Much appreciated. Now, I know you are amongst other things, a broadcaster, an author, and a founder of Men's Radio Station. So This is true. That, so that's it. <laughs> I think we'll probably talk about Men's Radio Station because I'm, I'm inspired by that, and I know listeners to this will be inspired by it as well, which is really good. But a bit of history between us before we start down that route is that I did meet you once years and years ago, probably 32 years ago. I can only apologise. <laughs> It's taken you 32 years to then say, to speak to me again. Well, it was. That's true. <laughs> Sums it, it up. It, uh, it was a disastrous meeting. It was very nice to meet oh. you. It, no, it was very nice to meet you, and you weren't the disaster. But uh, the, the story is is that um, you were doing all the travel reports from the Capital Radio Flying Eye in, around London at yeah. the time. You did that for donkey's yeah. years. Uh, 20 years. 20 years, yeah, donkeys. <laughs> and, um, that is donkeys, uh, I, I blagged a, a, a joyride in the aircraft through a mutual contact oh. of ours. And, but, uh, so we met at the hotel near Elstree Aerodrome, which is where the aeroplane was, I think, wasn't it? And, uh, yes. But we were fog-bound that day, so we had a coffee and I went home again. <laughs> and that was the end of yeah, that. Yeah, we had to have... That was well. You, you saved yourself two hours of purgatory. So, frankly, <laughs> you having a coffee at a hotel is much better than you throwing up for two hours in the back of the flying eye. <laughs> Trust me. Trust me. You dodged that bullet. <laughs> Excellent. So, yeah. Well, um, well, that's all over now. But uh, <laughs> that was uh, that's what's happened. That's how we met thirty-two years ago, roughly. It might have been thirty-three. Well, that's, that's so weird. That's that's <clears throat> so weird. Mm. And our, our scary that it's thirty-two years. It always makes me seem like my dad. I remember my dad, my late dad, always saying, oh, "I knew some, you know somebody on the go." Oh my god! You know, here we go. And now you know that's me. That's Absolutely. Me. So anyway, it was lovely to meet you then, and I haven't forgotten you since. And then I found you on Facebook, and so there's, there's no <laughs> escape. You tried. There's no you escape. That's <laughs> you. Thirty-two years of trying to attract you down. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, men's tell me about men's radio station because it's a from what I can see, it's a brilliant idea. Uh, to, what Thank inspired you. you to set it up, and what does it do? Well, I, I it's, it's interesting. Um, a friend of mine set up women's radio station in January 2018, so I was very interested in in, in that, and then came on and became a director and shareholder, equal shareholder in that. And then one day, see, most things that happen to me, Tony, are by complete chance so mm. one day i'm doing the newspaper re review on the bbc and the lead story that day and it could have been absolutely anything but the lead story that day were the suicide statistics in the united kingdom of which i knew nothing and to my shock i read it was 88 percent men 20 percent women wow suicide a, a huge chasm mm. And I thought, this can't possibly be right. And the main reason was that men don't talk. They bottle up their emotions. They bottle up their feelings, which can lead, in many cases, to them um, having, you know, that's it. They reach the end of the line. Mm. Women 
are far better of going out and chatting. When somebody says, how are you? Uh, they'll say something and the bloke quite often will say, oh yeah, fine. Well, it's not. Yeah. And over a cup of, literally over a cup of coffee in a greasy spoon in Covent Garden uh, in London, uh, my business partner and I said, I think we should do a men's radio station, shook on it. And then we kicked it off, not knowing what, what it was going to be like. And I came up with the strap, like men's radio station where men really talk. And it's just taken off like a, like a rocket. Um, because the rise in mental health issues, especially through the pandemic, of course, has just gone through the roof, unfortunately. And we, this will be with us for a generation or two. There's no two ways about it. Mm. Um, and then I didn't know if anyone would A, listen, and B, if we'd get any support. I don't mean financial, which we haven't, but on, in terms of from the medical profession and community, and they've all come on board and we've had, you know, some of the leading psychiatrists, counsellors, therapists, doctors, and then people come on and telling their own story. And uh, we're on 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Uh, I do four shows a week. Mm. And it's been, uh, we've won two major uh, awards in the area of mental health. That's and brilliant. just up for another award, for another show that we're doing. And uh, it, it's it's a joy. It's, it's a huge amount of work. I won't pretend. Yeah. Uh, but it, it's it's listened to all over the world. To my utter amazement. Um. You know, one day we're doing a show, and Leo Sayer from Australia says, "Oh, I'm listening. I'd love uh, Leo Sayer. <laughs> so you can get more random than that. No. I'd like to come on and talk. And so we we did an hour with Leo and stuff like that. It's been it's been very interesting. That's, that's incredible. What uh, you mentioned the pandemic, and obviously that's um, made things worse as far as mental health is concerned, because people are cooped yeah. up and they're suffering in all sorts of yes. different ways. Um, yeah. How how how's that sort of manifested itself in the people you talk to? How have you uh, realised that? Anxiety, stress, worry about income being cooped up. I mean, it really is like being under house arrest. I mean, this is, I think the main thing about mental health is if you have hope, if you have an end goal, a date when you say, well, this is going to be absolutely terrible, but by X date, we're through it. You can grit your teeth and sort of soldier on. But when there is no end date in sight and the end date keeps moving, 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 understandably, I'm not being critical. I mean, it's just how it is. Uh, then hope goes out the window. Without hope, it gets very difficult. And also, of course, domestic violence is soaring because people who were not in great relationships to start with suddenly are not going to work and they're not going out to the shops or going to meet their friends for a drink in the pub or the bar or the or, you know the cafe for a coffee. Mm. Um, all of these things, you know, people are finding themselves really in a sort of pressure, you know, in a, in a pressure pressure mm. cooker. Mm. It's very unpleasant. So. And, and kids not going to school, all of these things are causing great anxiety. Mm. Um, and anxiety uh, can lead to depression. I mean, it's bad enough on its own, but then it can get much worse and get exacerbated. Sure. How, how do you think uh, men's radio station is helping those people? It's a weird thing. I, I We had a choice, Tony, and you will understand this being a radio, a radio guy that, uh, we had studios in Covent Garden and before the lockdown, I said, this isn't safe at all because you know that radio studios are not hygienic people sharing mics. I mean, you know, this 
better than I do because you're far more technical than I am. And I, I shut the studios because I, first of all, I went in and was wiping everything down. Everyone was laughing at me and I was wearing disposable gloves and people said, what's the matter with you? What are you talking about? I said, no, 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 no. I've been doing this too long. I'm, I'm not happy. So I shut the studios down and we're all working remotely. Mm. How do I think we, ha- we, um, have a way of doing it that, that I don't know the, the audience has suddenly become it's like a family it's the weirdest thing I haven't seen anything that, like this since the breakfast show where they feel they're part of a family they feel really connected and they look forward to the shows because it's very interactive so the moment they're commenting the way that we've structured the programs their comments are read out we, we, we laugh we joke so it goes we can handle some very very dark subjects but we also inject a heck of a lot of humor in it because if it's relentlessly doom and gloom you, people mm. can't take it it might make people even more depressed <laughs> well but that's the point yeah that is the point it is no good putting out a, like a, just a total diet of doom and gloom and depression it's horrible mm. you know you've got to lighten people's uh, lives up so the shows are very funny and entertaining but they're also uh, they can be very very poignant depends we never know how it's gonna how it's gonna go you know yeah, sure. On Friday, it's a three-hour show, and the guests all have extraordinary stories to tell. Extraordinary. And, you know, you sit there going, wow, thank God that wasn't me. Yeah. But they all survive, which is great. Oh, well, that's very, very good. Do you get any uh, support from mental uh, health charities at all? Are they involved with you yeah. at all? No. No. You know, we reach out. It's, it's, it's an excellent question. We, we reach out to a lot of people it's a weird thing tony but you know i spend a lot of time trying to do all the social media and everything on top of everything else and you know you write to charities and say we'd really like you to come on and i'm not going to name them and talk about x y and z obviously you want a platform nah it's mm. it's a sort of protectionism i don't know what they think is going to happen like we're going to take away their donors <laughs> or something it's odd and then other people will come on and be and be very supportive but we don't get any financial support from them whatsoever i mm. mean just not um which there you go i mean and some of them are making fortunes don't forget some of them have got millions and millions on deposit in the bank i mean i used to be chief barker of uh, variety of the children's charity and so we see the the uh, annual returns of other companies, mm. other charities, and it's uh, it's a shocker. Mm. You know, they keep asking for money. We think, why don't you use some of the money you got? Mm, that's bad because that could that's, be doing that's some a good. Particular bugbearer. That's a real bugbearer of mine. Yeah, uh, yeah, me too. And I mean, that, the money could be doing some some practical good, couldn't it? And paying for some help. It, oh, it could. It really, it really could. But there we are. That's how they do it. So we will, we will plough our own furrow, as they say. Mm, well, that's that's great. It surprises me because obviously, what you're doing, you know, if I was running a, a mental health charity, I'd think, wow, what a great platform we can use this. You know, even if we adapted it slightly, we could, we could use this Precisely. platform, yeah, to get yeah. the message out, you know, and to help people as well. <laughs> I know it's weird. Oddly enough, we were approached. Um, well, I was approached uh, some weeks ago by another radio group and said, "We just love what you're doing. Can we take? Uh, we'd like to stream your shows mm. uh, during during the day at certain shows." And so um, I said, "Yeah, sure, be be absolutely delighted." Mm. And um, it's just added to the audience hugely, which is which is lovely. Yeah, very. Uh, 
and they seem to be enjoying it. I said, you do know what you're letting yourself in for, don't you? Because <laughs> I won't be, we're not censored. It's completely live and it's uncensored. I did see you and Phil, <laughs> Phil, Phil is the, your co-presenter, isn't he? Is it Phil Dave? Yeah, Phil uh, Dave, I, yeah. I, I did see uh, you both singing along to a fabulous piece of music at the bring, beginning of a show. I, thought, I think it might have been yesterday. Uh, yeah, that's <laughs> written by my mate Ray Gelato. Ray Gelato, the great sax player. Uh, was has a residency at Ronnie Scott's back in the day when we had lives and wow. uh, and I always whenever he phones me I always sing one of his tunes to answer the phone with different words which I am not repeating here <laughs> and I, I, I and he said why don't I do a tune I said oh man that would be fantastic so I sort of wrote the words which I completely forgot and I just phoned out I said Ray I love this the words are brilliant he went you're you're such an idiot he said you wrote them I said. I can't remember. I can't remember what I had for breakfast. I thought he ran. <laughs> he's a very talented guy. He did all the voices and all the music, and uh, it's just a laugh. It's just a jolly way to kick it off, you know. Yeah, well, it's very important to have a laugh, isn't it? And uh, if you forget how to laugh, then you you know you're finished. <laughs> uh, like well, I know these. I mean, these are horrible times. There's no ifs or buts about it. These are absolutely horrible horrible times yeah i loathe the word unprecedented it's been flogged to death but mm. wow i mean this is rough mm. this is this is rough i'm not sure you know if life will ever come back the way we knew it i think there's no. a paradigm shift uh, it's not going to be like this forever because we're all going to go completely around the bend but i do think there will be fundamental changes do you get any um nice feedback stories about people that, that you've helped yeah i mean it's strange. I get private messages, which I, I never expected. And they said, you have no idea. I don't mean just me. I mean, men's radio station and women's radio station as well. But they say, you have no idea how men's radio station has, has helped me. Has, uh, you know, I look forward to, I really look forward to the shows. It's getting me through this. And it's both amazing and charming and, uh, you know, life affirming. But suddenly you think, well, it's a bit of a responsibility. You know, I wasn't, I wasn't, I just wanted to do a bit of radio. I wasn't planning, <laughs> really planning on that. Mm. But, uh, um, you know, it's very, it's very flattering and it's very encouraging when you get messages like that. Mm, and, and now we get a lot of messages that do you think you could help with X, Y, and Z? Mm. And so we can always point them in the right direction. I mean, I'm not a doctor. Phil Dave's definitely not a doctor, although he'd be more of a doctor than me. And, but we do have, you know, expert people with their own shows, but I never give advice. You know, I would point them in the right direction, but mm. I would never give advice unless it was within the realms of my own personal experience, because I think that's just awful. Mm. It's a very bad thing to do. Yeah, absolutely. No, people need the professional angle, don't they, really? I was going to ask you, do you? Nothing, do you? Worse, nothing worse than these amateurs, you know, you know, thinking because they've because they've got a thing called the internet. Suddenly, they're the same as a doctor who studied for seven years. It's madness. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Russ, how do people listen to Men's Radio Station? Oh, it's, it's, it's blooming everywhere. It's uh, you can listen to on on the website, which is just uh, www.mensradiostation.com. Very catchy. Mm-hmm. We're on Twitter. So it goes out live on Twitter. You can look on my Facebook page, which is just Russ Kane. Uh, you can look on the men's radio station uh, page. And also, anytime you want to see any of the shows, we have our own YouTube channel, simply Men's 
radio station on YouTube. If you'd like to subscribe to that, it's incredibly helpful to us. It would take you 10, literally, if it takes you 10 seconds, that'll be a long time. Just click the subscribe button on YouTube for Men's Radio Station. All the videos are there because it's seen as well as heard, which was always my goal. Mm. And thanks to technology, uh, which I didn't dream up, by the way, because um, <laughs> I'm not that clever. Um, we, we, we're live, so it's like a television show as well as a radio show. Mm, brilliant. Yeah, I've watched a few. I try always try and dip in and dip out of them, and I did subscribe the other day to your, your channel. Which oh, you, bless you. Yeah, well, thank you, Tony. That's very, very no much problem. appreciated. It cost anything. It's clicking a button, as you say, you know. Um, I know, but you'd think you're asking people, could you fly to the moon for me? <laughs> Just click a button. That would be great. It's so helpful. Finally, what would you say to somebody listening to this who may think that they might have uh, some um, mental health issues? Uh, what would you say to those uh, those people uh, listening to this all around the world who, who may think that they're in trouble? Well, try to do something about it. Don't let it fester. Don't think that it would just go away. I mean, everybody... <laughs> Here's the thing. Everybody has good days and bad days, and everybody right now is struggling. We're having to dig deep. There's no two ways about that. There's a world of difference between being a bit cheesed off or a bit fed up and being clinically depressed. It is a whole different world. And if you have been suffering these, these symptoms for several weeks, then you need to get some professional help. And the first thing, really is to speak to your GP and badger them because a lot of GPs, Oh, we can't deal with it. It's not COVID. Well, nonsense. You've got to be a bit, bit hardcore about it now and just say, I'm sorry, I need an appointment. I need to see, I need to see somebody. And the other thing is talk. Please don't bottle it up. A lot of people, especially men think that they can't talk to their wives or their partners or, or whoever it might be because they feel ashamed. There is no stigma that should surround mental health. You know, you, if you're in a proper relationship, you can say anything or find your best friend and talk to them about it, but don't bottle it up because um, when you're in the middle of it, it's very hard to find your way out but there are so many excellent people out there who can who can help you. And it's not always a question of going on antidepressants or taking drugs and stuff like that. But if you do have to do that, what I would say, and this is from all the experts that we have, is not all of the drugs will work for you. Some will be fine and excellent, and some might have a little bit of an adverse reaction, but don't give up. You know, you can try various permutations. But the most key piece of advice is to talk start with your partner or your wife or your husband or whomever it might be boyfriend girlfriend best friend and then bounce it off them and then get professional help but don't don't leave it too long that's the thing fantastic that's advice Ross, it's been a pleasure to talk to you after all this time and maybe we'll catch up again <laughs> in another 32 years Another 30 G. I suspect I won't be here, but no. um, <laughs> me neither. <laughs> that is so weird when somebody says, Oh, well, I'll see you in another 32 years. <laughs> well, maybe we'll, we'll talk about something else next time on Human Stories. Thank you so much for talking to me. My pleasure. Thanks for having me on. 
Human Stories is a free podcast with no fees paid to contributors in the hope that they'll somehow inspire and help other people. Get in touch if you've got a story to tell. If you or your organisation would like a professional podcast series to get your message across, contact me to chat about the very reasonable costs involved. Human Stories with Tony Lloyd.